Welcome back to Beers Up Sports Talk. Sebo in the house. Debo in the house. Holiday edition. Victory Tuesday. A little yeah. bit of a delay getting to you guys, but it's a victory Tuesday nonetheless. Both teams won. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into the Western Conference. But most importantly, D, what you drink? I am drinking the finest Miller Lite anyone can drink. Listen, sometimes great taste, less filling. You just got to have a GC dub. I mean, you just got to do it. It's all good. And I am drinking uh, Hoppy Valley, abandoned building. It is a locally, 100% locally sourced wet hop IPA. I don't know what that is. It's not hazy. It's a little darker. Yeah. Not it. Not fruity. I hope well, it's fruity. I hope wet hop doesn't make you get wet mouth. No, it doesn't. It's delicious. That's awesome. That's really good. That's awesome. I like. All right. Beer. Let's get it started. Victory Tuesday. Green Bay takes care of Carolina Saturday night. Give me your thoughts. Yeah, you know, not quite as uh, dominant performance as the Buffalo Bills had, but. We'll get into that. But I've been saying a win is a win is a win. Um, 11 and three. Good news is one more win out of the next two games and home field advantage is clinched throughout the playoffs. You know, one thing I noticed was um, Carolina's defense adapted to what Green Bay was doing in the first half, but Green Bay did not counter act what the defense did. They kind of just kept playing the same offense. And it reminded me of that, offense that we had two, three years in a row where it was very stagnant and Rogers was struggling. And it scared me. I'm not going to lie. I had a little PTSD there and I was like, "Uh Oh, here we go again. But you know, again, it's another game. It's another win. We're right there. Um, the ground game came alive, which was awesome to see hurt me fantasy wise. Cause I was playing Aaron Rodgers. I'm playing, playing against Aaron Jones. I had Rogers and Devante. So that kind of hurt in the long run, but it is what it is. Defense, Played really good. And Mason Crosby, again, another big field goal. But I'm going out with something, you know, again, excited that they won. But I am I, I have to I have to complain about something because why not? <laughs> uh, ready? 54 catches, 572 yards, one touchdown. 55, uh, 55 catches, 551 yards, 10 touchdowns. Which one of those made the Pro Bowl? I'm, I'm, I mean, it should be the 10 touchdown guy, but it's obviously not, right? It is obviously not. The first was Evan Ingram, who made the NFC Pro Bowl roster, while Robert Tunyon did not make the Pro Bowl roster. So I have a little gripe. I think that's a huge snub, and hopefully that just pisses uh, Rodgers off and they start throwing him more touchdowns, 10 touchdowns for a tight end. I think that's that's got to be high in the league, if not within a couple. So It's right there. Yeah, so, you know, again, they'll be there next week. we got the Titans Sunday night football. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to see if any way we can stop Derrick Henry. But, I yeah. just, you know, hopefully they can figure out that offense. The thing that irritated me was, man, Drew Locke threw four touchdown passes against this Carolina defense. And, uh, you know, Rodgers came in, struggled. Um, you know, and then Josh Allen went off which you'll talk about against the same Broncos. So, you know, it's, and they, he couldn't do anything against the bills. So it, it makes yeah. me a little worried, but again, Tennessee is another defense that we should light up. And I expect that. what do you think about uh, Rogers breaking out the belt? 
yeah, I have that down. I was like, when I saw that, I was like, it's over. Like we might put up another 40 in this game. And then I mean, they came like, out as, as has happened so many times this year, they came out just absolutely on fire. And yeah, I mean, you, I, you, you know, you look through the first quarter and you're thinking, all right, might, might be able to shut this one down early, go to bed, but yeah, was, they, they, they couldn't keep the momentum going into your point. Carolina made some adjustments at halftime, started moving the ball down the, down the field and, and it became a little bit more of a game than it needed to be. Absolutely. I mean, you know, the, I mean, this is why Vegas is good, right? Spread was eight. Right. They won by eight. You asked me how I felt about it. I'm like, yes, I think they should absolutely beat them by, by more than eight. Yeah. But I was worried because, you know, we said Tennessee, that's a, that's a tougher team. Maybe that's a look ahead game. But right. Right. Now the spread in the bills Broncos game was a, was a, was a couple of points turned yeah. out. It didn't need to be. It could have been huge. The spread could have been third. Who yeah. knows? Um, I, to your point, a win is a win is a win. And that's all we really want. And I feel like the last couple of weeks I've been saying the bills, like this is the best game I've watched them play. This is the best game I watched play. I got to say that again this past week. Um, yeah, the Broncos aren't very good, but they played some teams tough and yep. won a couple of games this year. They played KC tough. Um, but the bills are kind of firing on all cylinders right now. Their defense is finally coming around. And, and when, when their defense is making plays and, you know, you know, doing things to get the ball back um, quickly to this offense. And, and again, the offense is rolling. Josh, Josh Allen's rolling. No one can cover Stefan Diggs. No one can cover Cole Beasley. The running game came along a little bit. That long touchdown at the end game was just kind of the icing on the cake. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, and, and the thing about the, the game, what I was most upset about in the first half was the two touchdowns that the Denver scored were basically times that the Bills gave them the ball. Yeah. And gave them a short field. If not for that, this game could have been super ugly. I mean, uh, 48-13 or 48-14. It, it, was, it was really ugly. But, I mean, like, there was a moment there in the first half where it was 21-14, and I'm thinking, is this going to be a stressful game? And then they just came out in the second half. Their adjustments, Josh Allen's playing off the chains. The offense is rolling. If they can stay healthy, they're going to keep winning games. And now they're they're into the two seed. It's not obviously locked in yet. But with the Steelers losing to the Bengals last night, they, they, they got the two seed. The problem is, which is really weird, is that they could play Miami on the last game of the season and then turn around and play Miami in the first round of playoffs, um, which is kind of weird. Um, so I just want Miami to lose a bunch. But, again, that would probably mean the Ravens jump in, and I don't know if I want to play the Ravens. Yikes, yeah. um, the Ravens are a, t- a scary playoff team, man. Yes and no. Again, I, I this, they are, but the, the Bills are beating everybody yeah. by a lot right now. Like, that's the thing. Like, at some point I've got to feel confident about our, about our chances playing just about anybody in the, in the oh, AFC. I mean, absolutely. you know, they've got the money. I believe it's Monday night this, this week against the Patriots. Stefan Gilmore is out now for the rest of the season. I don't know. I mean, they should just win that game. Like, let's not play around, just win that game and get on to Miami. But they're rolling right now. I don't really have anything bad to say. They're, they're playing really well. Diggs got a knock right at the end of the game, but it doesn't sound like it's going to keep them out much. As long as they can stay healthy and that de- defense can keep moving in the right direction, 
this this team's in good shape. Yeah, it sounded like someone like stepped on his foot and yeah, he just got like rolled over right at the end. Yeah, I don't know. Again, I don't know why the starters were in the game late in that game. I don't know. I mean, I get it. Like you you keep putting those guys out there, but like you got you got backups for a reason. Yeah, and and you know you you don't need anybody getting hurt at the end of the game in a game like that. Right. Especially in December when you're going to the playoffs. But again, I'll say this. Like I like I mentioned online, first AFC East title since I was 14. That's 25 years. That's a big deal. Thousands of folks showed up in, in Orchard Park in Buffalo to receive the team. Probably not the best to 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 get together like that, but they obviously are super passionate about it. Yep. Cuomo is saying they might they might let fans in for playoff games. Hopefully it's not that many. Though you know you already know the tailgate will be off the chains. Off the chains, yeah. I mean, um, Green Bay is letting in 250 right now. I got a whole 250 fans, but better than nothing, right? Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I feel like I'm subdued about the Bills because I feel I finally am confident about where this team is going. I mean, they're 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 rolling and they're healthy and they're young and their future looks bright. And if Josh Allen keeps playing like this, it's it, they're going to be a hard team to beat. Absolutely, I agree with that. All right, let's cut it off. That's it for NFL. No NFL takeaways, no BS. We got the Western Conference to tackle. The NBA season starts tonight. Yeah. I believe. Yes. Kickoff. And I wanted to say something. So we've got we've got Nets and Golden State. Obviously, not the, the matchup that they hope for with Clay Thompson being out. Um, one thing I forgot to mention last last time is that one of the things about the, the Nets that I'm really interested in is their coach. Who's never coached before? Steve Nash. Oh, Steve like Nash. this is it's gonna be really interesting. I mean, obviously Steve Kerr did it, Golden State turned out to be really successful. It's gonna be really interesting to see what Steve Nash does. But we're talking Western Conference tonight. Let's kick it off in the in the Northwest with the Denver Nuggets. What do you think? So we got 44 and a half. They made a pretty darn deep run last year in the bubble. They made it to the Western Conference Finals, played two f- fantastic uh, series versus the, the the Jazz and the Clippers, seven games. Jamal Murray off the hook, like just big time. Um, honestly, looking at their roster, their biggest loss was Mason Plumley, And they, you know, I, I think they have enough talent to overcome that uh, the division isn't overly stacked. Like uh, maybe a Pacific division is, um, right. I, but I still think it could be a tight race. Um, I haven't gone under just cause I think there might be a little bit of a letdown after last year. And you know, that, that's the only reason why we're, we're getting, we're right off the bat. We're, 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 uh, we're going in opposite directions. I've got them over. I think Michael Porter Jr. is going to be the X factor. He's their their third guy, and he's the he's he's shown in the in the playoffs last year what he's capable of. And if he plays at that level, this offense is going to be ridiculous. I mean, I just think they're going to suffocate teams night in and night out. They've got plenty of of, of wing guys. They got plenty of guys that can shoot. Jo, Jovich in the in the middle is is ridiculous. Like they're they're. They're going to be really good. I, I just think this team is just going to burn through. And that division is is good, um, but I think they're they're just the cream of the crop in that division. Next, we have the Timberwolves. 
I'm just going to say this. I'm just going to say this. I've got them over, and I don't even really know why. I mean, they're not – okay, I'll say this. All right, you got Cat. You got Carl Anthony Towns. You got D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. You got Ricky Rubio back in the mix. You got the number one overall pick. And, and, I'm, and I say that because I don't know what Anthony Edwards is going to be. They, they have to be better than they were last year. They've got better players. Like, I got them over. I just don't even know why. <laughs> they, they lost Wiggins. Um, I do they lost him when they, when they got D'Angelo. Like, that wasn't the end of the season. Yeah. Um, but I, I do. I, I also, you know, I, I think Malik Beasley can step up a little bit more than he is. I think uh, he can be a good guy to, to go. But I, I have him under. And I think it's just until they can prove what they can do, I, I don't have any reason to put them over. Yeah, I, I guess I'm just, I'm like, at some point, Carl Anthony Towns has to just have that dominant season. And if and maybe it's this year, maybe it's not. I just they've got enough talent now that they should be able to win some games. Right. They should be able to beat teams that are that are worse than them. They should have nights where they're able to kind of run over some really bad teams, but we'll see. Speaking of teams that I think could be really bad, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now I'm not I'm not mad about this because they should be the Seattle Supersonics, and I got some real hate for a clay clay, whatever his name is, who was the owner. Whatever. Just let me have a moment. But yikes. This team was like a couple years removed from being really good. Yeah. And the kind of playoffs last year. Ah, yeah, I know. I know. And Chris Paul had a nice little run there. But Paul is gone. Yep. Right? Schroeder. Gallinari's gone, which, I mean, I know he was hurt. Schroeder's gone. An old Al Horford is in, which – is I feel bad for that guy. How quickly the mighty have fallen. Yeah. Um, Stephen Adams. They got gone. like Stephen. Right. Stephen Adams is gone. They got a bunch of veterans and a bunch of youngsters and a new coach. And I just think this is going to be a really bad season. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, they didn't get much back in terms of actual players. They got more picks. Um, it's it's a team. It's a team full of role players. Honestly. Yeah. That's how I look at it. And I guess the, the thing I'm going to be watching to see is if someone can step up and make themselves, the, you know, the name of the team or the, the, the leader. I know Al, Al Horford's probably going to want to, you know, be the leader, but I, you want to look for one of the young guys to really step in and carry this team as best they can. Yeah. I just like, I know Sam Presti's smart. I know he's going to run, he's going to just kind of like, you know, take all these draft picks, rebuild the team. Yeah. It's just kind of really unfortunate to see how, you know, it wasn't that long ago. It was Durant and Westbrook. Then it was Westbrook. Then it was Paul. And now it's a hot mess. So Absolutely. that being said, I'm going with the over. I, so what the 23 and a half, I'm going over. We're, we're 0 for 3 on agreeing. I, I got a money. <laughs> All right, let's see if we can get this one right. Tra- Trailblazers. You got Dane. You got CJ. You got Melo. They got Covington from the from the the seventy sixers, Robert Covington. Yep. Did they bring back what's his face? Enos Cantor is he back there? No, Enos Cantor's back. They He's lost, back. They, they, so they lost um, Hassan Whiteside, which you know whatever. I mean, the dude was 50, 15 and fourteen. Yep, he, he not seen, last year. Oh, I looked it up because I was no way, no way. Wait, like three. I feel like that guy barely played. Anyway, all right, I'm with you. 
And then Yusuf uh, Nur Nurkic, if he can yeah. get more consistent, I, I, you know, I have him going over. I'm going to believe in Melo coming back. I'm going to believe in um, Lillard. But we all know that how Lillard goes is how, how this team goes. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going over. I just have a feeling about him. I got, I got them going under. I think they're going to be better than last year. I think they're going to be scary in the playoffs, as always. But when Melo is your third guy, I love Melo. I love Melo, but, like, he can't, I just don't know that he can be your third guy. All right, so we haven't got it right once yet. Utah Jazz. Gobert just signed the, 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 the absolute Supermax, the Supermax extension. Mitchell signed the extension. They brought back favors. They they added Clarkson. What do you think? I like this team. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think they, they could have made a run last year if they didn't run into Denver. Um, I think, and this is this is the caveat, and I'm going to talk about the, a caveat later on in in a division. If Mike Conley stays healthy, this is the team that's going to win the division. I, I believe this this is the team of the division. I think Donovan Mitchell is 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 going to have have a, a huge season this year something about it that i like so i went over yeah i've got them over so we're on that one i just think i don't think they win the division because i think denver's got too much firepower and i think they've got a better bench but yeah i i think conley if he can stay healthy that gives them three guys that can really go um and i do like bringing back favors he was there forever this this team is gonna again good enough for second in the division, but not good enough to win the division. All right, so who you got for the MVP? Just talked about him. I have Donovan Mitchell winning the because if if they're gonna win the division, it's gonna be because of him. And I'm going with Dane. I just think again, I got them going under, but I think he's gonna be the best player in the division. Yeah. And I think most valuable to their team is is Dame Lillard. I don't even think it's close. Let's go to the Pacific where we got last year's NBA champion. Um, let's start with Golden State, though. Steph is back. Clay is not. Oh. They got the number one draft – or number two, number three, whatever what is draft pick. Um, James Wiseman. They got Oubre. Yes. Wiggins is there. Screen is – I mean, this team is not bad. They're just not the Golden State Warriors that we're accustomed to seeing, right? Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I was so excited. I was like, we're, we're going to see it again. We're going to have the Splash Brothers back. Um, so, I mean, it, it can Wiggins be what he was drafted to be? He hasn't no. quite been what we wanted, what he was expected to be. Draymond Green has been with this team forever, but he's, he's more of a role player than a, an actual superstar. Um, I mean – Ubre is a, I think that's a good pickup, but they, they just don't have that second piece yet that that Clay Thompson piece that's going to carry them. Well, and the tough part about this is that we are conditioned to think the Golden State Warriors are going to win eighty percent of their games, eighty five percent of their games, right? So, like, to look at this roster and say it's not Curry, Clay, Green, Durant plus pieces. Is just not fair. Again, even with, I mean, in this division, if Clay is back, it's still going to be really tough. Yep. I think, and I've got a full disclosure, I've got them going under. I think it's just a little. I think 
I could see him going 500 or a game or two below. But, like, I just think with Clay, Curry, Green, you've got a team that is built from that foundation for the last six, seven years. But all those role players are gone. Livingston has got all these guys that they got comfortable playing with are not there anymore. So they got to rebuild this whole team. And, yeah, Curry's still there, but he's going to be on a minutes restriction. And, obviously, I wouldn't play him a ton if if they're not going to make a run of the playoffs. You got to save this guy for whatever he's got left for for when Clay eventually comes back, right? Yeah. So I could see Green and I could see Steph being, you know, games where they're just, you know, getting a little bit of minutes and they kind of save them for whatever comes after this season. But I got them going under. It's going to take a while. They're not going to be a bad team. They could even be a playoff team, but I just don't think they're going to be that good. I have under as well. I think it's, you know, Curry's going to have to be better than he ever was in order to do that. And it's going to be hard. And yes, will he be good? I mean, I've already seen him hitting his crazy warm-up threes and you know, that that'll never go away, but it's, it's a whole different game when you're actually playing. I don't know if he's going to be able to sustain it. And to your man, to your point, load management is going to be real because they're probably not, if they make the playoffs, it's going to be as a low seed and they're not going to be able to hang around. So under. Yeah. Speaking of load management, let's talk about the Clippers. Because Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard is is all about – he's about that load management. Yeah. Um. All right. So, Ty Lue is in. Doc Rivers is out. Yes. I actually like their additions, right? So, you got a Ibaka. You got a motivated Batum, Batum. Yeah. Who, who was stuck in purgatory in, in Charlotte and now gets to be on a championship caliber team. And I like Luke Kennard if he can if he can hit threes. I know he just signed a little rookie extension. Oh, yeah. Yep. I think this team will be motivated. I think that a new offense is going to revitalize Paul George. And I think this, I mean, I, I've got them going over even at 46 and a half because I feel like this team is either going to tank and they're going to have to figure out something else because Kawhi Lin is going to opt out or they're just going to go off. I mean, you know, the stories came out. There was some chemistry problems, and I think that's why they struggled a little bit in the playoffs. They're saying that Kawhi and PG got some uh, special treatment. But hello, they're the superstars. They probably- well, but also I heard that like Doc, the Doc Rivers offense wasn't working for Paul. Jo- like, I, there's a million stories. I, I, right. People are always going to complain about this stuff. Like, the reality is you've got two phenomenal wing players, and they should be able to win games. Yeah, I mean, you know, you always think like they play the same position and. You know, just kind of like LeBron and Wade played the same position, basically, and Brown and Tatum are basically the same player. Right. Right. Um, but I, I mean, so uh, this is what I have. I have there's a coaching switch, no reigning sixth man of the year, and load management. I think that makes them go under. And there, and like you said, uh, Kawhi, you know, he'll play when he feels like it, and that, that's going to hurt him a little bit. And it, they're not going to quite get to 46. See, I, and I just I, I think it's I think they're going to go over just because I and I and I say this about both them and, and, and the Lakers who we have coming up. I, I just think these these teams are going to be motivated, and I think even though they played this kind of intense bubble last year, yeah, they also got a ton of time off. You know when the bubble wasn't going on, I know people were probably still practicing working out. I just think these teams are going to be motivated to play, and again. These are, you know, when we got the Lakers coming up, like these are two teams that are going to be battling, and 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 this division is no joke now, right? The the Warriors are better, Phoenix is better, Sacramento should be better, 
Um, but I just, I just think, I also think with these additions with Ibaka, with Bat Batum, with Kennard, like there's guys on this team that like are going to want to win, and I think they're going to win. Let's move over to the Lakers. Same building. One more game to win on the over-under. New supporting cast, which, again, I think is better. Yeah. Um, well, that's, I saw... that's what I have. I have Lakers lose Rondo, Howard, Danny Green, Deion Waiters, JaVale McGee, Avery Bradley. Most teams aren't going to get better, but they did. They got Mark Gasol. They got Montrezl Harrell. They got Dennis Schroeder, Wesley Matthews. Like, they, they re-upped for another deal. Boy, and, and Kuzma got paid. LeBron got paid. Anthony Davis got paid. Like, they have no excuses to be the best team in the league again. Right. Like, there's there's no reason. I've got them over. I know it's it's obnoxious because basically I'm saying they're going to go 50 and 20. But, like, I, I don't know. Like, I know LeBron's old. He's, a, he's ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. And there's going to be games where he probably plays – less minutes, but that's probably going to be games when they're up by 40. Like this team is good enough without him to beat almost every team in the league. Like Anthony Davis, I'm just assuming is just going to be going off. Yeah. I mean, so what I have is (laughs) will the additions have any problem understanding their role? And the answer is absolutely not. It's LeBron and AD. You listen to them and then you go over and you win. Well, almost right. But I, even, even to your point, like I think about like a guy like Marcus Gasol, like you're, you've had Howard and, and McGee these last couple of years. Those guys don't, they're, they're not offensive guys. You could spend a half throwing the ball into Gasol and letting him cook. You could cut to the hoop and throw it out to him to hit that 16 foot jumper. And he could right. 30 on that. That's that, that, exact, exactly. And I love Rondo. I will always love Rondo. But Schroeder gives them a more, more, more offensive firepower. Matthews is going to be hitting shots. Harold's coming over from the Clippers, which is weird, but he's obviously got something to be upset about. So he's ready to go. I, again, the Lakers spent a lot of money because I think they also play, paid one of the Morris twins. Yep. They spent a lot of money. I, I just think they're going over. I think they're going to be tough to beat and they're going to be super deep. Yeah, I think so too. All right, let's talk about Phoenix because this is a team that was like a laughing stock for about 10 years. Yeah. And in the blink of an eye, have kind of remade themselves to be really good. You've got Devin Booker, you've got Anton, you've got Bridges, who's kind of this really good kind of two-way player. And then you add Chris Paul, who who's, you know, I, I think if you had asked me five years ago, I'd have been like, it might be time to just, you know, shut it down. Yeah. And this guy just keeps doing it and like obviously he makes teams a lot better and this young team I just think is going to really benefit from him being on the squad no I mean you're, you're talking about a team that swept the bubble eight and oh and it's not like they're playing teams below them they're playing playoff caliber right. and they went out right. and the bubble um and the crazy part is it, and you know it doesn't seem like a big name but I, I think it's a good pickup for a young team is Jay Crowder the defensive player who can, you yep. know, who's going to play a veteran role and he's not going to be the the one that's like, give me the ball. He's like, I just will do what's best for the team. I think that's huge right. for them. And it's, you know, it's kind of like Portland. They have the guards to win, but they're going to need consistent play from them big men. So if, you know, it, it's me hard to see them not being a really good team. Um, yeah. I think Phoenix can get to 40 games. So I'm going over. 
I got him under just barely. I just, I think honestly, just because it's a tough division, mm-hmm. I think, I think again, I don't think they beat the Lakers or the Clippers. And I think golden state's going to be tough for them. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I they're going to be over 500. They'll, they'll be a good team. They'll be a playoff team. Who I don't think is going to be a playoff team is Sacramento Kings. I don't think they're going to be a very good team at all. Um, about this? They're paying Harrison Barnes $22 million. Really? Yes. Where is Harrison Barnes right now? Sacramento. He's on the team? Yeah. Wow. Yikes. $22 million. Maybe Yikes. If, maybe if they uh, – you know, didn't spend that much on him. They could have kept Bogdan. Um, uh, here, here's the thing about Sacramento. Like, they've been a clusterfuck. Excuse my language. They've been a clusterfuck for the last <laughs> 10 years with management, coaches. Like, it's just been an absolute mess. Yep. And the crazy thing is they have one of the best young point guards in the league in De'Aaron Fox. They got – a guy who, if he can stay healthy in Bagley, who could be a stud. Yep. I mean, Buddy Heald's like 40 years old already, which is unfortunate. But the guy they drafted, Halliburton, is is a potentially kind of like his replacement. They lost a lot of guys, too. Like, they lost a bunch of depth. They lost, lost Bogdanovich. This is a bad team, and it's it's – I mean, they're going to be a lottery team – if they can get another good player to go with Bagley and Fox and Halliburton in a couple of years, maybe they're, they're making a run at the lower, lower end of the playoffs, but like they're going under, they stay. Yeah, I, nothing stands out positively on this team. So I went under. All right. Who's your MVP of this division? I have LeBron. Like it's not even like I, until he isn't, it will always be him for me. I, I don't have LeBron. He's the best player in the game. But I, I'm going a little bit obscure here, though it's not that obscure. I'm going bounce back year for PG. I think I think he's a guy when in when he was in Indiana, was one of the best players in the league. At OKC, he was a really good player. And I think last year didn't go the way he wanted. And I think that guy's just gonna go off. And to your point, LeBron is the best player in the league. I just think the Lakers can win 45 games without him because they're they're that good because yeah. everybody wants to win a championship. Um, and I just think that that Paul George is going to – I think he's going to kind of go off this year. I hope he does because Paul George going off is going to make that division in the playoffs really fun because if he and Kawhi Leonard are, are both scoring like 25 points a game – that team's going to be really tough to beat. And as much as I now appreciate LeBron, seeing him lose in the playoffs would be pretty cool. <laughs> Moving on to the Southwest division. I just want to just leave that there and get the hell out of there. No doubt. All right, let's talk about the Dallas Mavericks, Mark Cuban squad. Probably have one of the best young players in the game. Luca is ridiculous. He's like Magic Johnson. Maybe Magic Johnson light, but like what he's doing is basically Magic Johnson. Right. Um, if Porzingis can stay healthy. Hey, it's like, right. and, and that's what I said. This was the <laughs> caveat I was talking about. If, if he can stay hot, ha- if he can stay hot healthy, because we use that all the time. And yeah, yeah like 
we could probably too often because basically if anyone that's a superstar or a star gets hurt, that team is going to suffer. But you know, for, for, for Porzingis, it's like, this guy has the tools, all the tools to be a really good player. Like, and he and, and Luca just, I've watched them a bunch. Like they play well together. I think it would be really fun to be able to watch them an entire season without them being hurt. Um, you know, I, I don't think, I think there's possibilities for the division to be okay, but I don't think it's the toughest division either. Um, it's not like Pacific. It's a, probably a little bit better than the Northwest, but like, it's still not, you know, we'll get to the other teams, but I, 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 I have them going slightly over. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I, I've got them over. I think this team is deeper than people give them credit for. I think that this is a team that, that, didn't really add a whole bunch, mm-hmm. right? So they're kind of running it back. And, like, I, I think it needs to be said that, like, Luca is one of the probably top five players in the league. I know people are will hesitate to say that, but, like, just look at what this guy does night in, night out. I just think this division isn't that good, and they've got him. And to your point, I mean, we could say this about every team, but if they stay healthy, I think they're going over, and I think they win this division running away. Um, a team that was – has been really good, but I don't really know what to make of them is the Houston Rockets. What do you think? Um, you know, <laughs> so I'm not going to lie. I started like going in, like looking at this division. I, I was going in and out of consciousness. I feel like some, like they could be good. They could be bad. Like no one knows. Um, you worry. John Wall hasn't really played in a couple of years. I know he showed he showed up like he was fire in his first game. Um, James Harden looks like he might have gained a weight or, a pound or two, so it might take him a little time to get back into it. I mean, I think the team can be okay. They're in this weird like, are we rebuilding? Are we trying to run it backstage? And you know, I just because they have Harden and Wall, I have them. You know, I have them going over, but I'm not completely comfortable with it. I've got them barely over. Here's what I'm gonna say. Like, I mean, they. they I, I never. I, I five hundred, which puts them. I, maybe, maybe. Right. I just like. I don't know. Like, I never saw the hardened experiment as something that was gonna win a championship. I just never felt that like they put the ball in Harden's hand and let him have the ball for six for forty eight minutes made a lot of sense. And it's kind of run its course. Daryl Murray's out. I can't even think of his name, but the coach is gone. And now Harden wants out, but like he can't really force his way out because Houston doesn't have to get rid of him. They just don't. Right. And his, his, you know, I've heard comments that he doesn't, doesn't want to play with wall. Like if wall is healthy, he's probably one of the best players in, the, in one of the best players. In the, he's a really good player. Right. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I feel like this team should be better than they will be, but they're not going to be good because there's going to be drama around Harden all year. If they end up trading him, there's going to be pieces that are going to come in that are going to be good. To your point, maybe they hover around 500, but I think that's about as good as they can get. Yep. That's about it. Let's talk about the Grizz. I like the Grizz. They're a young team. I mean, I like them in the sense that they're a young team with some really fun players. Yeah. Um, I don't know that they're going to win a lot of games, but like John Morant, Jaron Jackson, Justice Winslow, if he can stay healthy, I call them the triple J's. 
I just did that right there, Triple J's. Um, <laughs> I don't think they're going to win a lot of games, but I think they're going to be fun to watch. Yeah, I, I mean, I think they have a lot of players that are going to be hungry. I think they, you know, Ja went out and took the league by fire and people are going to try and, I don't want to say ride his coattails, but, you know, just kind of, he's going to, they're going to try and follow his lead and they'll keep in some games that maybe they shouldn't, but I don't, I don't think they'll win very many. So I do have mm-hmm. them going under. Same here. Let's go right to the Pelicans. A full year of Zion, which I'm really excited Supposedly. for. Uh, stop we, with your yeah. negativity, man. I don't want your negativity right now. A full year of Zion. Okay. Brandon Ingram got paid. Lonzo Ball didn't get paid, which means either it's going to be a cluster F or he's going to have a, a career year and get paid. Right. Uh, they added Bledsoe. Yep. They added Steven Adams. They got a bunch of other guys. All that being said, I've got them under. I just – I don't know that this team has any chemistry or any identity, and they're going to be trying to figure out how to give Zion the reins. But you've got – Steve Eric Bledsoe's not going to pass up a shot. Nope. Right? Like, I just I just think this is going to be a team that is, like, trying to figure out who they are all year. Yeah, I'm with you. I do have them under. I think it's a team that if they gel quickly, that they could push as long as Zion stays healthy. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, they, they, we talked about Steven Adams leaving OKC. He was there forever. He was just that that guy that's not going to take any uh, any ish from people. And I think you know, he's <laughs> a warrior, and I think he's going to protect the young talent on this team. If anyone steps to to, to um, Zion or Lonzo. He's going to step to Zion. Who is stepping to Zion? That guy is a man no, child. I, I agree. I mean, he did explode a shoe. Um <laughs> In college, in college, in college. Oh. it wasn't even pros. Yeah. In college, yeah, I, 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 I'm with you on that. I think this team could be good. I just think, I don't know. I just don't think they have enough. And you're relying on a couple of guys and a bunch of guys. I, I don't know. I don't see it. I mean, you have a. I mean, there's always that one team that not a lot of people expected to make a run to the playoffs, and this is the team that could be that team. Um, there's yeah. so I mean eight eight teams get in so it's there's the possibility is there. All uh, right, I've got it. Uh, oh, what you got? I have Luca as my MVP. Wait, we got we whoa whoa, whoa. Oh. you've completely now now I'm gonna say this. You <laughs> skipped over the Spurs, which is fair because for about fifteen years they were the cream of the crop in the NBA, and then over the last couple of years. That's obviously not been the case. And they aren't very good. And I'll say this. It is weird to see them as a team that I don't identify as like, okay, that team is going to win 50 games. They're going to be in the playoffs. Right. Right. There is a dumpster fire waiting to happen, in my opinion, here. Because you got Aldrich, DeMar DeRozan, Patty Mills, the, the corpse of Rudy Gay and a bunch of young dudes yeah. that are hungry. And I just don't know how this plays out. I just don't like, I, I, I'll say this. I've got them over, but like maybe they win 30 games because they're a well-coached team and they've, they've got players, but like, this is a weird place for the Spurs to be. I just put, um, LaMarcus Aldridge is not Tim Duncan under. <laughs> All right. 
Moving on. Your MVP is Luca. Luca. My MVP is Luca. Who is your conference MVP? I, I said it when I when I talked about the Pacific Division. It's LeBron told it isn't. And I've got Luca as my MVP. I, I, I and I, and I'll and I'm going to read this word for word. LeBron is the best player in the conference, but Luca will be the most valuable player. Um, because yeah, he will be LeBron. He will be, he will be, he will be a LeBron stat sheet on steroids. I just think that that Luca is going to absolutely fill up the stat sheet this year and be insanely valuable to what the Mavs do. Uh, no, I, I agree. I think I think the problem is LeBron's name is LeBron's name, and he might have the same exact stats as Luca. And Luca probably, and when I say probably, definitely has the lesser of the supporting cast and should win it. But because yeah. LeBron is LeBron, he's going to win it over him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move to last call presented by Progression Brewery. D, what do you got? You couldn't keep me away from football too long. I mean, we did a little bit, but go ahead. Let me, let me hear what you got. What the hell is wrong with Dwayne Haskins? My man gets a chance to lead this team to the playoffs. These Washington, this Washington football team to the playoffs, and he goes out after his loss to Seattle to go look at some titties at a strip club with no mask, gets a picture taken of it. This dude, as far as I'm concerned, he wouldn't even start next week. I don't care. I, I, I thought you were talking about the interceptions he threw. I wouldn't even think you were talking about the strip club. Nope. This strip club thing, like on field stuff you can fix. This is, this is just stupidity at its finest. And, you know, he catches anything there and brings it to the team. And this team now has to play down for the next two games. That team is fucked. I mean, if they lose, if he gets Chase Young sick, if he gets, he gets Antonio Gibson, (laughs) McLaren, they're done. I, I mean, I don't. I don't think you can fill, fix the on-field stuff with him. I know I was a rallying cry around him at the beginning of the season, but like, I, what did I see on Twitter that like Ryan Leaf is saying that Dwayne Haskins looks a lot like him, reminds him of him. That's not a good omen. No, I think Dwayne Haskins is going to be gone. I think the Washington Football Team is just going to push him to the side and let him ride. Well, I, I think that's what I think. This was the, this would be this will be the last straw. Like maybe they'd be like, oh, he can be our backup. But he's he's gone. There's no chance. There's no reason to bring this kid back. Yeah, no, that's it. And I'm gonna keep it real simple. This is our last show before the before Christmas. Maybe our last show before before New Year's. I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's been a crazy 2020. But I'll say this: whether it's Christmas, whether it's Christmas, whether it's Hanukkah, whether it's Kwanzaa, whether whatever you're celebrating, happy holidays, everybody. Be good out there. Be safe. Protect yourselves. We'll see you in 2021. I love it. Happy holidays. Later.